0: There is no Monday like this Monday. NFL free agency. The frenzy is completely underway. Got to get you updated on all the news. We got Aaron Rodgers news. We got Miami Dolphins making news. How about the Chicago Bears just signed another star linebacker. All that and more coming up shortly. But right now, I'm with the gang. That is Slick, Rick the Buker. This is Speak. Y'all know what time it is. This is Will Blackman. Oh, you got the Super Bowl ring on.
1: Oh, yeah. Up, Shady? oh
0: my
2: God <laughs> I just want to say hi to Shady How oh, you doing my,
1: my, I did not yeah. yeah, this is this is like co- uh-huh. notice I did my not
2: notice was a war of jewelry you see I dressed down and then bow. oh that my hair, you goodness
0: know. well we got Eagles all-time rushing leader LaShawn Shady McCoy right here to my right that's will Blackman to my left 12 year NFL vet along with Super Bowl champ but I'm stating the obvious now okay we got to get to it Aaron Rodgers there's a little bit of breaking news but it hasn't unoffic- it hasn't officially broken yet Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets. it appears that they are currently talking and close to it being a done deal. Get this. Jetstar wide receiver, he recently tweeted, I can finally enjoy my vacay now. He then tweeted, y'all should see the smile on my face right mm. now. Crying emojis, tears of joy, obviously. We'll cut to his teammate, Brees Hall. Yo, the cheese head did it. <laughs> <laughs> laughing emoji, laughing emoji, yoga emoji. Then all pro sauce Gardner said, man, say man." at Garrett Wilson, at Brees Hall. Crying emojis, smiling emojis, smiling emojis. Clearly, they know something that we are about oh, they know. to know, <laughs> hopefully. Okay, we're updating you this to speak. We're about to have a lot of fun on here, a lot of uh, brilliant minds. Shady, I got to come to you first. Aaron Rodgers, he could stay in Green Bay. We don't know anything about Aaron Rodgers. The one thing we do know
3: is that we don't know. But what should Aaron Rodgers do? I think he should leave. I think he should be a New York Jet. Now you can see all the young superstars, they want him there. It's one thing to be at a place where you're known for being the guy, the superstar, you know, but then he reached a point in his career right now where it's like, it's a lot of questions. Is he here for the future? Does he want to play? Is he retiring? Is it the wide receiver's fault? We're not making a playoffs. Him and the GM, back and forth. And then you got another team, right? And I know Aaron Rodgers, he loves attention. And we're New York Jets, where they want him. All the superstars, all the main pieces there, they're asking for him. We need him. We want him. We want him. And it's it's a great thing to go somewhere where you're wanted. I think Aaron Rodgers can still make plays. I think he'll still be that quarterback. Maybe not the MVP quarterback that we've seen in the last couple of years, but he's solid enough for this team to go to the playoffs. This team could compete for not only a playoff spot, but for a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I truly mean that. I think the biggest step is, or the first step, I should say, is winning your division. I think they bring Aaron Rodgers there, they can do that. I've seen this team actually compete for that division with, with, with freaking putting three points up, seven yeah. points up. You bring A-Rod in there, it's a whole different ballgame. So A-Rod... Do the right thing, man. Go to the Jets. But, Shady, don't the Packers have everything that the Jets have?
0: In the sense of like, the Packers have a history more than the Jets of winning. The Packers have defensive playmakers, Jair Alexander. I love Savage when he's out there. The Packers have offensive budding stars, Christian Wilkins. He was on a tear towards the end of the season just like Garrett Wilson, who was on a tear for longer. But Christian Watson, not Christian Wilkins. Christian Wilkins, D tackle for the Miami Dolphins who's a beast in his own right. Christian Watson's wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. Don't you believe that
3: the Packers have everything that Aaron Rodgers is going out there to chase? Uh, Ah, and man, you, so, no, when I look at this team, when I compare the, the 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 Jets versus the Packers, who do you think has a better team? I think it's, I think it's Splitting Hairs. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I truly don't. I think I, I, you gotta t- you gotta convince me I as to why. I, I, first of all, I, I watched when I when I watched the Pack or not the Packers when I watched it. Yeah, the Packers. Mm-hmm everything Aaron Rodgers didn't like about the Packers was the wide receiver core. Yep. you go going to a beast wide receiver core. And they're still young. So if this wide receiver core over here with the Packers are okay, right, and you're complaining about them, their growth, this, and that, third, with well, this other team, right, they have young players, you won't complain about their growth. Mm-hmm. They ballers. Garrett Wilson is, is, like is the real deal. And the last time A-Rod had a number one wide receiver, which he didn't have one with the Packers last year. Mm-hmm. He's going to have one this year with the Jets. Gary Wilson's that number one. I think if he goes over there, and the running game, the running game is similar. Um, I would give it to the Packers. Of course. But then the defense. You got a top five defense, not half the year, not in the first part of the year. In the back, the whole year, the top five defense. If you go win games with Zach Wilson at quarterback, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, like, putting me back there. But anyway, you with that type of quarterback, imagine if you have Aaron Rodgers. Mm. He don't have to come here and save the day. Just be solid. Good point, good point. Well, Blackman, Aaron
0: Rodgers was drafted to the Packers 2005. You were drafted to the Packers 2006. Uh-huh. A lot of people are talking about Aaron Rodgers on television today, and rightfully yeah, so, right. they get paid to. But you actually know Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. as a teammate at minimum, maybe at a friend at maximum. I won't put words in your mouth, but you tell me, what do you think Aaron Rodgers
2: should do? So yes, at a friend at maximum, you can say that. <laughs> so next time we're on the show, you can say at a friend at maximum. I think he should go to the to New York Jets. And uh, I'm gonna piggyback a little bit on what you were saying in terms of what they, the, I guess the difference is, is like he doesn't, he won't have a quarterback behind him breathing down his neck that the organization is getting ready for. Like the Jets are letting him know, like we have everything in place, we want you to be our guy, and that's it. We're trying to go win Super Bowls right now. Where Green Bay's in the situation where they're like, okay, we have this quarterback that we drafted in the first round, waiting in the wings. As you mentioned, I was in Green Bay 2007. We just lost to the New York Giants in the championship game and the Packers were ready to move on to Aaron Rodgers, but Brett Favre was not ready to go. And there was that whole fiasco of him mm, fake, right. fake retiring mm-hmm. and then going to the Jets. The only reason he went to the Jets is because he was trying to get to Minnesota to get back at us. So that was a different situation. But I think just if you're looking at Aaron Rodgers, in terms of his competitive nature, you look at Tom Brady, you know, going to a different team, win the championship. You saw Peyton Manning going to another team, win the championship. So sometimes for a guy... In that caliber, perhaps he wants another challenge, you know? And so I can see that could be a great situation. So definitely go to the Jets if he's looking to, I guess, add to his legacy and have another challenge.
0: Now, Slick, you have a unique or at least a differing opinion on this. Where do you stand? What do you think Aaron Rodgers should do?
1: Yeah, I'm not a former player who's going to look at the grass always being greener over there. They're going to do what? They're going to give me what? (laughs) Let me change this up. I don't want to carry this anymore. Uh, First, the thing he should do is make a decision. Could you make a decision, okay? <laughs> what, what, are we, what are we waiting for? Let the man okay. take his time. No, 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 no. You're holding up other people, and what do you need to learn between now and then? So make a decision. And the decision should be you either stay in Green Bay or you retire. That's things, hard. Things, to, things, to retire? Okay. That's a hard decision. Right. Well, then need- the easier decision is? Stay in Green Bay. That's hard, too. Because while you want to say that the Brett Favre thing is totally different because he went on to Minnesota and he was good there, the fact of the matter is he went to New York first and it wasn't good there. And Aaron's not going to New York and then going to go someplace else. It It was good until he
0: got hurt. Yeah, but at the end of the day, in totality. right? In totality, right.
1: It didn't didn't play out. And I love, Shady, you portraying them like the Jets are this team that is just – on the cusp of winning a Super Bowl, and all they need is a quarterback like their Tampa Bay of a couple years ago. What's up with that offensive line? Are we, are we not gonna get in the weeds about the Jets' offensive line? Did I miss some signings where they improved the offensive line? When healthy. It's a brutal offensive line. 29th in the league last year, by most estimation, and a far departure from what the Green Bay Packers had. Running games. You want Aaron Jones, or you want some of the young cats out there in New York? I'm, the potential of the Jets' running backs, I'm with you, but in terms of what what he had mm-hmm. and what he's going to have, and I just I love the I I love the wide receivers. The wide receivers are in love with the idea of Aaron Rodgers. They have not experienced. The reality <laughs> of Aaron Rodgers. So it's all good on social media now.
0: Let me say this, though, and Shady is the person to my right who can correct me at any point in time, because he was there, he won a Super Bowl. I do- Cor- Correction? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm warming up. I'm just warming up. Wait, my bad. Uh- I do believe that Aaron Rodgers to the Jets is much closer to Tom Brady to the Bucks than it is Russell Wilson to the Broncos. We have changed mm-hmm. the narrative around who the Bucks were. The Bucks were not a good team before Tom Brady showed up. They were a 7 1 team the year before, a 5 1 team, and a 5 1 team. Tom Brady Wait. showed up. Go ahead. You said the Bucs weren't a good the team. The Bucks were not a good team before Tom Brady showed they up. It wasn't. I watched it. Not a good team. When I got there. They were not a good team. They had a good defense. They had a good defense. They had Levante David. David, I'm getting. I'll get there. Just... I am getting there. They had a, They had Levante David. JPP was there. Shaq Barrett was there. Yep. Young Devin Antoine Whitfield. Devin White. They had a great defense. Young defense. Good defense. But then Tom Brady showed up. He showed up and he added Rob Gronkowski. He showed up and he added Antonio Brown primarily on
3: the. Who else? Who else? Yeah. <clears throat> water. Got water him in the back. Hey, the people want to know. They, they waiting for your answer.
0: Uh, and obviously they added two-time Super Bowl hey, champ hey, LaShawn hey, McCoy. So the So the Bucs added those pieces, but they added mainly Tom Brady. On the flip side, if you add Aaron Rodgers to a Jets team that has not been a good team, they have not made the playoffs since 2010, Sweet, Aaron Rodgers, man. Plus Garrett Wilson, you would hope, plus Brees Hall. Plus offensive line, Makai Becton, 25 years old, an absolute monster at left tackle, will return, should return healthy. Then on defense, you got C.J. Mosley, you got Quinnen Williams, you got Sauce Gardner. I do believe you can plug and play Aaron Rodgers. Now, Slick makes a good point. Antonio Brown, LaShawn McCoy, Rob Gronkowski, they were all added. Antonio Brown was added later in the middle of the season. Add Odell Beckham. Add one more piece. And then I think you're there. You add Aaron Rodgers plus Brees Hall plus uh, uh, Garrett Wilson plus Odell
3: Beckham, then I think you're there talent-wise. Talent-wise, yeah, that's, that's a good point. I just think that like on certain teams, you know, it's not always about this like the, the physical, right? It's stuff like right. like the psyche. Oh, we got Aaron Rodgers. Mm. You know, you, you talk about Tom Brady. Now I do think that. Well, obviously Tom is way up here and in, in, in uh a rod down, below. but he still is a figure. He still was a goat. And you bring a guy like Aaron Rodgers to a team that's destined for success, that's waiting for that last, that, that last piece, who's Aaron Rodgers, it brings up the, the whole morale in the room, right? You it's like you want to play that same office that the, the Bucks had when, when it was with Jameis, the mm-hmm. 30 picks, 30 touchdowns, with Tom Brady, it was just a different level. Not because all the dots that that uh, Brady's giving out, which, right. you know, that's part of it, right. but it's all the, the belief part. We we have a superstar quarterback. That's one part of it. The second part is um every team, right, that's Quote unquote, not like great, but you see a lot of young talent that they can be a great team, like, like the Jets, like the Rams. Yep. You add that piece. I don't know if the Rams win a Super Bowl if they didn't have Matthew Stafford. To say that Matthew Stafford is the best part of the team, I wouldn't say that. But he was the biggest part of that team to go to the next level. Same thing with the Jets. Yeah, I don't know if the Jets are a super great team. They're a really, really good team that are young. You put a dude like A Rod there, that might be the next piece to win a Super Bowl, or at least to compete for it.
1: This reminds me of. The Broncos. And not with Russell Wilson. Okay. Well, which one? Peyton? Peyton? With Peyton Manning. The championship win or was the championship with Well, one? and when, <laughs> when, he first, when he first got there. Right. Okay. And oh, whether okay, they okay. won because of Peyton Manning or not. And look, I've been one staunchly who said, pound for pound, Aaron Rodgers is a more talented, all-around better quarterback than Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I don't see that same Aaron Rodgers now. And, I, it's, and some of the question is just how much is he falling off? Last season was a season where you needed him to make everybody better and get you. He th- ain't falling off, Will? I was just with him literally a year ago today, and
2: he just won MVP.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a year ago. You, but he, this fell, season, he fell off but that this, much this,
2: this, well, because the season didn't go. It was an MVP season, so he fell off
1: completely. I would have expected that with a game to beat the Lions to make the playoffs, the old Aaron Rodgers would have found a way to get that done. And there were enough games where I I looked at where I was looking for Aaron to make those plays that he's always made in the past, where he's made those young receivers better, and he just wasn't the same Aaron Rodgers. Now, how much of that old Aaron Rodgers is still there, I don't know. But the idea that he's going to go in and infuse the young Jets with this game He still has to be Aaron Rodgers. He has Mm -hmm. to still be some level of the older Aaron Rodgers for him to have that effect. And I just don't know that that's the case. And if he's not, that's going to be accepted a lot more, a lot more easily in Green Bay, where they're going to remember all the things that he did Then going to New York where it's like, what have you done for me lately? He
0: ain't have no equity in New York. He had a whole bunch of equity in Green Bay. Well, we will keep you up to date on all of that as we anticipate it breaking, hopefully within the next hour and a half. But coming up, Jimmy Garoppolo in that breaking news. He is finally out of San Francisco. Yo, y'all got what you wished for. One of the biggest quarterback dominoes in the NFL this offseason. It has been played. Jimmy Garoppolo to Las Vegas. We will tell you how big a move that is when we return. Don't go anywhere. Peace. It is time for rewarding performance sponsored by Capital One, What's in Your Wallet. Well, y'all, it sounds like the Raiders are being rewarded with the quarterback that they not just wanted but needed in Jimmy Garoppolo. He is headed to Las Vegas on a three-year deal, just over $67 million with $34 million guaranteed. The move reunites Jimmy G with his former OC, Josh McDaniels. Remember, they were together back when Jimmy G was a Patriot and McDaniels was the OC for the Patriots. This is a very intriguing move because we haven't known who Jimmy Garoppolo is. I know Jimmy Garoppolo to be a winner, point blank period, but so many people, because he Missed through that one pass to Emmanuel Sanders in Super Bowl in 2019. They claim that Jimmy G can't get it done. I don't agree. But now it's time to find out. Slick, is Jimmy G to the Raiders actually a good move?
1: Hmm. (laughs) What are your expectations? To win. That he's going to be better? Gotta be. Gotta be. Then no, it's not a good move. Because I see it as the Spider Man meme. I don't know that Jimmy Garoppolo is appreciably different. Than Derek Carr. Now, I should preface all of this by saying that my feelings about it are colored by what I've heard as to why he was, why the 49ers were dissatisfied with it. Which is what? Which was as soon as he signed his big deal there, he was not working, Hmm. he was not studying. I had somebody with the 49ers tell me Baker Mayfield, as a comparison, since there was some talk about him going to the 49ers, is a much harder worker than Jimmy Garoppolo is. That's sort of damning. And you would say the same for Derek Carr from what I've heard, at least as far as studying and, and, and watching film. Mm-hmm. So my concern is, while this is not the same money that he got from the 49ers, if you're expecting some dramatic improvement from Jimmy G, and yes, he's probably familiar with this offense or what uh, Josh McDaniel wants, wants to run, is it going to be some major upgrade? And as far as a guy who's going to throw or make the big play when you need it, That was the criticism of Derek Carr, right? Could not make the big play in the clutch when you needed it. That's one of the things that put uh, Jimmy G in disfavor with the 49ers, is that he wasn't able to make that big play in part because he wasn't studying. So that's where I don't see this dramatic difference between the two. I I,
0: I disagree. The reason I disagree is because Jimmy G might not be a lot of things. He might not be very healthy. He might not have the biggest arm. He might not be the most mobile. But what we know he is, he's a winner. Seventh highest nope. winning percentage in the history of the National Football League. That is better than guys like Montana. It's better than guys... Whoa, whoa,
3: whoa, whoa.
0: No, no, man, no. I was like, I, was like, I know oh. where you're I love where Once you Once he says seventh, so wow, I knew he was like, you, excuse me. The only, excuse man. me, the only ones higher, rather... Better, better. This will make them happy. This will make them happy. The only ones higher, Montana, Lamar, Peyton, Starbuck, Brady. Right? Those are the names that are higher. Now, I'm not saying that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is the seventh-best quarterback in the history of football. Which he's not. He's not. He's not. But y'all played the game long enough to know if you got the seventh-highest winning percentage, you're doing something right. You're not just stumbling into good football. You're not, you're, just, you're not just coincidentally tripping and falling into winning games. That's just not how it works. So if you take a guy who knows how to win and you plug him into a team that can't win con-
2: uh, continually, yo, it's a good move. Shady, it's a good move. Here's what's appealing, right? <laughs> I love those stats. Do you? <laughs> I'm saying, like, really? What do you, oh, love, what do you love about those stats? I
3: hate those stats. Until you say Ma- <laughs> Montana. Montana's
0: better. Long. Montana's okay.
2: better. He's one of the six that are better. So, right, when, I, when I'm looking at... <laughs> oh, that's gracious of you. Rick <laughs> Buker Give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry.
1: It's not you. It's no, him. I know it him. It is
2: him. It is him. We got the, the purple suit on like the Joker. So, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I'm trying to say is, what I the thing that's appealing to Jimmy Garoppolo is he has the big game experience, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Bowls, NFC championship games, Playoffs, like that, is what is appealing about him, and he's also comes at a cheaper price. And like you mentioned, he played, you know, with McDaniel's in New England. So those are the things that I understand that make sense in the opinion. So it's a good move. For, it's a good move for the Raiders. I don't know. Maybe from a financial perspective because they are. Dealing with a lot when it comes to the money, yeah. But it's a great move for Jimmy G because he finally now gets to breathe again. Like he's been dealing with that aura in San Francisco for the past few years now. Of okay, either his health, they need another QB. They did draft the QB. Now he's dealing with other QBs. So now he's not looking over his shoulder, not worrying about it. He is the guy that is unquestioned right now. He is. Mm -hmm. Right now, at least two five. I mean, I I think for any quarterback, they'd be happy to get a deal like that.
3: So I was like, obviously, it's a good deal for the player. But let's keep it real. Can we keep it real, please, keep Will? It real. Will ain't trying to keep it real. I keep you, it real. No, 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 no. That? You know this is not a, is not a good thing for, 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 for the Raiders? I said Jimmy G. Man, that's what I'm saying. I want you to keep it real. Let's talk about what's the real issue. Like, if I ask you who's a better quarterback out of Jimmy G or Derek Carr, it should be. Derek Carr. Thank you. So, well, we already had a guy in the building, right? Because wow. a chemistry with the players. He dealt with so much with that organization. That's exactly why. Coach after the coach after coach, and he stood there tall, 10, feet, mm-hmm. ten toes down. So, that's one part. The second part is like, this is a different team. This ain't the Niners. This ain't the you plug Jimmy right here mm-hmm. and get the success, right? You plug uh, uh, Purdy. Purdy here. You, with Trey Lance. you You can't just plug all these dudes here. First of all, um, because um, I have so many ways to go with this, the defense. Let's go with the defense first. Yep. The defense. The Raiders' defense is not the 49ers' defense. It's not at all. You can't just run the ball all day, run it, run it, run it. Oh, you want to give a little quick screen to Debo, touchdown? Now you, the, the, the defense getting turnovers and sacks. That's not that defense. There's going to be games where we're going to need Jimmy G to go out there and throw touchdowns, like actually throw the ball. Not, not ten times. Stop. He had 16 touchdowns and four interceptions while he was out there, LaShawn McCoy. Well, in the playoffs. 16 and
2: four. They got Josh Jacobs Hold right on. now and he you, got the Montana. You, you, you
3: keep. You keep bringing up that, 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 that touchdown pass. To Daniel Sanders. So you keep when talking about missed. that. Yo, that, that playoff run they had, he had zero touchdowns. He had two picks. So don't do them numbers with the playoffs because I know his numbers. The third thing is we – Wait, what a, was the first we, thing? Uh, the defense. Okay. Playing play with that defense with, with, with the Raiders is mm. way different from playing the defense True. with the Niners. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. The Niners defense, they, they like dominate. Mm-hmm. I said it because I'm taking shady notes. That's why. So. Yeah, take, take my notes. And then my last part, he, he gave me cur- – the last part is this. When I look at the, the the Raiders, that's a dysfunctional team. Right? True. Where I look at the, the Niners, they draft well, right? They don't really trade well, but they do draft well. They're coached very well. If you look at the, all the last D corners that they had, mm-hmm. the D coordinators, they all got head coaching jobs, mm-hmm. right? So this, so the Niners really ran like, like a true franchise. Kyle has done a great job over there. I just think that when you pay a quarterback this type of money and you want him to be the franchise quarterback, He has to show me why I should make in the franchise. And Jimmy G hasn't shown me why he should be a franchise. He's shown you, you're just not looking too far. Am I blind? You gotta be. If, if he
0: has the seventh highest winning percentage, remember, he went to the 49ers. When he showed up there, they were sorry. I believe they started off one in 10 that year he showed up. I think it's 2017. I don't have my notes from so doing this off recollection. He wins the last six games, if I'm not mistaken. They go six and 0 down the stretch or five and 0 down five the stretch. And five and 0 down the stretch, they end up six in 10, whatever the case was. 17 game season back then. So if all Jimmy G does is win, win, win no matter what and you're going to take him to this organization, then what are you still doubting, Shady? Why? Doubt if he can stay healthy, please. Hey, but don't doubt if, if, if Jimmy
3: Garoppolo can be conducive to winning. He always is. Real quick, hey, Slick, why, yeah. why is it that he named all these, well, he's, he's the highest, he's the seventh best Seven winning highest percentage? highest win percentage. All these quarterbacks, and we don't feel like he's nowhere near none of them quarterbacks. Right. We feel like he's nowhere near none of the top quarterbacks in the league right now. Right. Right? So all this, all this right, winning, like personal problem. listen, if it's 32 quarterbacks right now, I'm sure we could put, what, 27 of them on the, on the Niners and they're going to do the name same name thing? Might. Yeah. T- t- I'm being serious now, though. See, this is, this is where... <laughs> a, a, rookie, a rookie came in there, right? Brock Purdy, and played better than Jimmy G. If I said pick one weak spot of, of the Niners, yeah. well, why Jimmy G's a quarterback, what would it be? And be honest. It will be the center of their offensive line. That's what it would no, be. No, office it line. Be being honest. Office, that's a group. That's a group. Offensive well, line, defensive line, wide center. receivers. No, no, there's one group, like, like position groups. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> if you had to pick one <laughs> position group, right. the weak link for the Niners would I, be the win. I room. understand what the quarterback. Saying. They I gave understand. up two, three first-rounders to get a rookie. Here's, here's my spot. thing, though, know, Shady.
0: You know protecting the football is of the utmost importance. No, we all I know say. that. You at home do <laughs> Yes. That. Jimmy Garoppolo, at a minimum, he does the one thing that nobody gets credit for: kicks the ball off well. No, he uh-huh. protects the football. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to go to uh, Las Vegas, and what Will said: you got a 1,600-yard running back. That's hard to do. You know that firsthand. He's not signed yet. You got a, yeah. He's a free agent, but they will <laughs> find a way to retain him. You got a 1600, 1700 seventeen hundred-yard capable wide receiver in Devonte Adams. You, Devontae
3: Adams leaves the league most in, in, in separation. Well, I guarantee this, and, I, and he's Devonte Adams is my number one receiver right now in the NFL. Still. He won't be in the top three in yards this year. He won't be in the top five in yards this year. With Jimmy put, G is a quarterback. That? I'm telling you right now. He and it's not Devontae Adams. Three. It's the
1: quarterback. This is my whole problem with this construction you've made. Is you keep saying he's a winning quarterback. He is. He's the winningest quarterback. No, the 49ers are a winning organization. That's no, it, that no, part. no, 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 no. That part. Oh. And the way that they have won is not Oop. because of Jimmy G. It's along with Jimmy G. Jimmy G hasn't gotten in the way, but here's the difference. He doesn't have around him with the Raiders what he has with the 49ers. With the 49ers, it was, Jimmy G, just don't mess it up, all right? Take care of the ball. The Raiders are going to ask a whole lot more from him than that because they don't have what the 49ers have. And that's why I think it's a matter of just switching chairs on the Titanic. Because it's not as if the Raiders collectively are, are a dramatically different team. The 49ers and the Raiders are dramatically different teams. Here is why I, it's not just that like, I don't be- listening. I, it's lot. not that I don't <laughs>
0: believe what you're saying. It's that what you are saying is objectively incorrect. You know because you live in a bay. Yeah. The 49ers were not a winning team before Jimmy Garoppolo showed up. You know that better than anybody but they weren't because
1: a, they didn't become a winning team because of Jimmy G.
0: Wait, 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 wait here was that for Kyle. It was Kyle. It was his second year, I believe. I believe Kyle got there in 2017. Jimmy G got there the back half of 2017. Kyle went to the Super Bowl in 16 with the with the with the Falcons. Okay, remember, OC. Right. That's right. Yeah, 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 then yeah. He yeah. goes to the 49ers. So
3: his so second year, they become good. Is it the end when it's when Jimmy G showed up? No, no, no. It became no. Good. no. I ask you, is the second year that Kyle and his team became good? Well, remember Not the second year how it works. It's yes. Second, yes. Year, it's yes. second year, you know? Yes. Nope. nope. Typically, it works like that. Second, third is coach Jimmy, Jimmy start becoming Jim, better. Nope. Jimmy G got hurt.
0: If y'all remember, yes. Jimmy G got hurt. Yes. Then when Jimmy G was finally healthy oh. and well, what did they do? They went to the Super they Bowl. Yeah, Nick Mullens, the they didn't win no games. CJ Better, they didn't win no games.
2: None of the backups, did they win any games? Jimmy G showed up, they started winning. Coincidence? But that's the problem. That's the that's the investment problem, is his health. He's always that's hurt. That's the biggest thing. Because right, when he finally pulled it at full 16, right, they that. went to the Super Bowl. I won't argue. So if there's anything that is difficult, it is the injury situation. But this
1: also wasn't a plug-and-play. It wasn't like this team was built and ready to go. No, I don't, think, I don't Jimmy think it's G a plug and play. I think it's built a... that team. Yes, that's true. Along with Jimmy G. And I look, and I don't, I, I don't want to disparage Jimmy G because to your point, he did win. He was successful. He probably gets too much grief in, in yes. Bay yes. for what he accomplished. Thank you. But to what? think that he's going to go and change the Raiders, no, that's no, where you lose. That, really.
3: this, this is knife year? This is not, check, check this out real quick. Mm-hmm. This is ninth year. He's, he's only played one full season healthy. He has zero Pro Bowls in nine years. And you tell me he's going to be a franchise quarterback? I'm done. I don't want to oh, hate on him. I'm just keeping what, it real. What's the Pro Bowl now, Shady? What's the Pro Bowl what now? What is the Pro Bowl what's now? What's the Pro Bowl? What's a Pro Bowl? What's the Pro Bowl? What is the, the,
0: the Pro Bowl? That, is that, the Pro like, like, oh, that's Pro to your indictment? Wait,
3: wait. Time out. Pro Bowl's are Tyler Huntley. Has Went more of the pro. Has more Pro Bowls, <laughs> so the,
0: which tells hey, is that, me I which could've tells could've me could've
3: a Pro Bowl is not going to be an adequate. <laughs> Yo, of the quarterback. of Yo, two ways. Ways. So wait, so wait, You can't even like,
1: pro, pro Bowl. Pro no, Bowl. I'm serious. Pro Bowls don't count nowadays. Not anymore. Back when you played, wow. so wait a minute. Are you telling me that it's better that Jimmy G doesn't have a Pro Bowl? I'm just saying it's meaningless. Like at least he should at it least is, have a Pro Bowl. It is meaningless. If they're handing him out like candy, and a, he can't even get one. Don't, he don't, can't get
0: one. Don't use a Pro Bowl as an indictment. Matt
3: Jones has a Pro Bowl. Tyler Huntley has a Pro Bowl. So Tyler Huntley is a better quarterback Bro, than Jimmy G. Bro, come for, on now. One of these alternates. I'm gonna say these are. You talking about alternates? Yes. Right. I'm gonna say he has no Pro Bowls. Alternates or even being actually selected. That's that. That means something. All the best players usually go to the Pro Bowl. He's never been the one, and you're saying how good he is. He's the seventh best, winning not one Pro Bowl, mm. and you only had one healthy season out of nine. I don't want nobody like that at my quarterback. He's gonna get hurt. I don't. I'm not, not gonna will for him. But I'm saying, if you've been in the nine league for nine years, you only had one season healthy. I mean, do I want him as my quarterback? I let you answer that one. <laughs> He's so funny, bro.
0: (laughs) What a day we are having. The free agency period, it has already kicked off. But I want to update you not just on the Aaron Rodgers news, the Jimmy G news. There is news that pertains to your favorite team we gotta fill you in on. You know, yesterday Jalen Ramsey went someplace. Hargrave is on the move. Carolina Panthers made great moves. The Chicago Bears, not even the Justin Fields move. They made some crazy moves on defense. We're gonna give you all the updates when we return. Don't go anywhere. Speak.
1: Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander is your only place for the World Baseball Classic coverage. Hi, I'm Ben Verlander, host of Flippin' Bats. And I'm Alex Curry, co-host of Flippin' Bats. From Taiwan to Phoenix and Miami, we'll be providing you daily updates on all the action taking place in this year's WBC. So wherever you get your podcasts, make sure to like and subscribe us at Flippin' Bats.
0: NFL pre-agency period, it has started. Things are getting crazy, but we want to update y'all on some of the other moves that you might have missed. Getting started with it, how about Jalen Ramsey to the Miami Dolphins? Now you got Xavier Howard on one side, you got Jalen Ramsey on the other side. Danger. To me, that is a bona fide addition for the Miami Dolphins because oh. now not only do you have the offensive Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Tua to Tagovailoa when he's healthy and out there, but now defensively, when you are already ahead, you know teams have to air it out and I believe that will be the best cornerback Duo in all of football, seeing as the Eagles' cornerback duo is likely to be ripped apart. So for me, I'm grading this out A, but I got to bring it to the desk. Guys played a lot of football to get their takes on it. Shady, let me start with you. Jalen Ramsey, Miami Dolphins. How you grading that out, big dog?
3: R-A-B-C-T-A. I'm going to go with an A. I'm going to go to A. Remember, I'm going to A. Yes. Now, like, like one oh, thing great. about the, the Dolphins, they love to play that man coverage at the Sydney heat, but yep. man, you got Xavier Howard on one side, and then you got Jalen Ramsey on yep. the other side.
2: I'm going with an A. Well, Blackman, you yeah. played DB a long time. Where are you ranking it? Yeah, and I know Jalen since he was 16 years old. I told his dad straight out, I said, your son's going first round. He, was 16. <laughs> he said, I said, yes, he is. So I love, this is an A+. I love the fact he's going back to Florida. He's over there at Miami. Xavier Hall on one side. You got two, pa- you got the pass rusher Chubb. You got Brandon Jones coming back. Yep. 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 Holland the safety. A-plus yep. for me right here. Yep.
1: I'm also going to A. To the point you made at the top, what I love is that. You said A-plus, right? Uh. Okay. A-plus. <laughs> no. what, lo- what, I- what I love is when the structure of a team makes sense on both sides of the ball. Yep. Clearly, they are betting on the offensive explosiveness and being able to shut it down when it becomes a passing yeah. game in the
0: game well I gotta ask you this question big dog um where do you rank this cornerback duo in football I've put it at number one because Darius Slay he might not stay in Philly James Bradbury we know he's leaving Philly more likely than not <laughs> I'm sorry big dog I'm sorry. it's gonna get good for you. Gonna get right for you um I think this is the best cornerback duo in football people are gonna say uh, well Xavier Howard had a bad year I get that he was dealing with the lower leg extremity injury the entirety of the year Jalen
2: Ramsey his bad years are still your best years most DBs where you put this cornerback duo yeah this is unquestionably the best duo uh, potentially could be an NFL history, uh, one of the best duos, just because of the ability. At one point, they were 1A, 1B. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. When they took over, it's even how with his ball skills. And Jalen Ramsey's unique. Like, he might not just be corner. He might end up being Correct. safety Correct. the start started play with Vic Fangio. So this is going to be outstanding. I can't wait yeah. to see that,
0: that was the point I was making. I said Jalen Ramsey has seven to eight great years left at defensive back. I didn't say corner. I said defensive back, yeah. because with his instincts, with his physicality, with his awareness, you can move him to safety at any point in time and he will thrive
2: even there at the end of his career. And I will say uh, 20 plus million in L.A. is going to be a little bit different Miami. There's a lot of <laughs> different. A
0: lot different. Okay, this was the move that I really loved of all of them. How about defensive tackle Javon Hargrave? 11 sacks as a D tackle going from the Philadelphia Eagles going all the way to the San Francisco 49ers. Now, I had to break out the tape for this one because this was the one piece on defense that the San Francisco 49ers needed more than any other piece. It was that three technique, that player opposite Arik Armstead. That was a piece that they really needed if we are queued up I'm gonna show y'all really the difference in what the 49ers now have versus what they had now this is a position you got to pay attention to that's the three technique that was a position that now Javon Hargrave is going to take over and being there watch this is the second play versus the Philadelphia Eagles watch what happens to that specific player he got thrown out the club no white tees in the club. <laughs> he got <gets laughs> <so, I laughs> thrown out the club so much that Fred Warner, who ends up making the tackle on this play, that's Fred Warner. He gets hurt on that particular play. I'm not going to blame the D tackle for Fred Warner's injury, not at all. But when you get tossed out the club like that, linebackers got to find a way to eat even more excessively and aggressively. This was a huge addition, Javon Hargrave, to the San Francisco 49ers. The so one area that they lacked, they now made a weakness, a strength. I'm giving that an A. Shady, where you stand on this one?
3: You ever hear of an uh, F plus? <laughs> Is that? <laughs> who? where you from? Do they do that? Let's I'm gonna stick an F, man. You gotta let's make it. sense of that. You gotta make. sense We gonna, of gonna that. miss in Philadelphia. Ah, oh my God, we gonna uh, need him. I see what, you see what you're doing. Morgan, why you stay, I baby? See what no. you doing? Nah, he's a hell of a player, man. He's, he's a beast. Uh, San Fran's gonna love him. What was he to that defensive line in Philadelphia? You uh, watched all them games. You know what? I, I want to say this to be honest, man. He might not have all the Saps, right? But then again, he's the through technique. I would say he was probably the most dominant lineman that we did have up front. I mean, he he caused havoc up there, man. He caused a lot of pressure in the running game and in the passing yep. game. So we definitely going to miss Hargrave, man. We truly are. Absolute beast. Will Blackman, where you grade that
0: yeah, at?
2: Yeah, this is an A. He had, we had about 11 and a half sacks. 11 of yeah, them. 11 sacks. At the 3 turn yeah, This is... This is massive, and I'm sure Bosa's helping him move into the house right Ooh, now. As we speak, Bosa. that's going to be huge. Yeah, this is, this is an outstanding move for the
1: 49ers. Not only that, and
2: they got Steve Wilkes at the D coordinator. Rick, why
1: are you looking it's at his good. nose, man? What you I wish I had that report card when I was a kid, man. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey,
2: hey, hey, hey. hey, hey, hey. No, I didn't. Man. I, once I got a scholarship, I stopped going to class. Don't do that, kids. <laughs> Do yeah. do that. <laughs> do as I say, not
1: as I do. Where you I'm, business, I'm, I'm giving it a B, and I'm being a little sober here simply because it feels like an embarrassment of riches. I'm not questioning Hargrave and the impact or the need for it, but you guys know that when you spend a certain amount of money on one side of the ball, it compromises your ability to upgrade on the other side of the mm, ball. For and point. the 49ers defense, even with guys getting kicked out of the club, were pretty damn good last year. And the question is gonna be, can their offense carry their weight? Well, to that
0: point, point. Mike McGlinchey, their starting right tackle, he just signed a 50 million guaranteed deal with the Denver Broncos. So Slick is hitting the nail on the head there. What the Niners gained defensively, it might cost them retroactively, offensively. But speaking about gaining things on offense, we gotta cut to this one. Y'all saw what happened with the Bears more than likely. DJ Moore wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers moving to the Chicago Bears along with so many other different trades and different picks and different uh, aspects of the draft but really I'm thinking about the DJ Moore Justin Fields edition. Justin Fields now gets a receiver that he needs that he would love to have in DJ Moore plus you got Chase Claypool plus you got Darnell Mooney. I too am grading this one at a B plus. It's not going to be the A because DJ Moore is not Jamar Chase he's not Justin Jefferson. DJ Moore is not Julio Jones in his prime but he is a consistent thousand yard receiver. LaShawn McCoy, you know what it is to play great offense in the National Football League. Where are you grading this one out? DJ Moore, Chicago Bears. I'm
3: going to go with a B, right? But that's just for the market period. Mm-hmm. But you know, as, as you do better, you do better yep. homework, you do better assignments, it can get up to an A. They have some draft picks if things don't work out with Justin Field, right, mm-hmm. to replace him. And I feel like well, even with DJ Moore, he's a really, really good wide receiver and he could potentially be a top five receiver. He can put numbers up. Only thing is, we need Justin Fields. We need to see what he really can do. True. Everybody talked about, oh, we need some more help. We need some more receivers. So now you have it. So if he pans out and he is Justin Fields, he can run it and he can throw it, this grade can be an A. But right now, I gotta stick with it. Big. I
0: like that. Let me get my seat because we're gonna have to break it's this your one seat. down. up. Um, Will, where do you stand? Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool, now DJ Moore. Where are you grading this out? Justin Fields gets DJ Moore. How you grade this for the Bears?
2: Yeah, I I think I'm gonna go with an A simply because like they finally got a stud. Like they got a guy they needed in Chicago. I look at him, you know, he's like six six foot, two ten, maybe two fifteen in that range, like a really strong receiver. And I can see him being able to do similar things like Debo can do. Mm. Uh, in 49ers so hopefully like you mentioned can Justin Fields do his thing can they you know put the right stuff around him call in the right plays to give him opportunities like he can be a top 10 top five receiver but I like this move for Chicago um, shout out to Ryan Poles, my former teammate let's go
1: making moves I like the move I'm going to say a B simply because the question with Justin Fields not only Justin Fields can he take advantage of what DJ Moore brings to the table mm. but their offensive line was horrendous, and if you're telling me that Justin Field has the ability to make quick decisions to still find DJ Moore, I need to see it before I'm gonna believe it. So uh, to your point, Shady, if they make some other moves and they can take advantage of what DJ Moore brings for Justin then i'm on board but until they do that it may be like this shiny object out there mm. and you can't take advantage of the talent that DJ brings because Justin doesn't have the talent or the time
2: so it's One not an two. a it's not an a because of Justin uh, yeah, like I'm He's That's a limiting reactant. Awesome. It's not an A because of him. Because my thing is, like, overall, yes. Yes. like, it's an A move to get a piece like that. Yep. Always, it always depends on what we do. Like, shoot, we will at Miami. Vic Banjo, he could put Jalen Ramsey in the bad spot. Mm-hmm. But overall, but here's it's an A to make is, that move. This is
1: one thing we haven't talked about is we've looked at the trade with Charlotte, uh, with Carolina, and it was like, oh, they, they got a lot. That was a number one pick with three quarterbacks at the top. The one question I don't have is could they have got more? Was there some place as good as this trade? This was a good trade, right? They beat him. Yeah, they beat but them with it's the trade. the number one, number 1 pick Was it possible that you could you could have got more. the thing is they could have gotten more,
0: but that more would have been an enigma, if you They got will. more. That more would have been another first-round pick instead of bingo. <laughs> bingo. Like, <laughs> they like They got more. They got DJ more. Right. They didn't necessarily more get that first-round pick. And I would rather Fair. get more and DJ more than get that enigmatic, oh, what might that first-round pick yeah. be? But here's what I will say. What I want to see the Chicago Bears do now, go out and draft Bajan Robinson. That running back out of Texas. Yeah, he's nice. And I'll break this down for for Bears fans, but really the NFL fans at large. The zone read offense, which the Bears do so incredibly well, what it primarily does is it gives the offense one extra blocker on a defender. Not a literal blocker, but as soon as you run that zone read and you are optioning that defensive end or optioning that linebacker, you are taking up an extra player by nature of that option. But now when you have a quarterback like Justin Fields, who is hard to tackle one-on-one, you just gained another defender when you got a running back like Bajon Robinson out of Texas who was hard to tackle one on one. You just occupied another defender. So by running that zone read, which the Bears do so incredibly well, if you get a running back who can make a man miss and you got a quarterback who can make a man miss, then that Chicago Bears offense could have Bajan Robinson, Justin Fields, Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool, DJ Moore. Say what you want about this bad offensive line. Shady said this weeks ago and I adhere to it. If you lead the entire National Football League in rushing yards, on, man. the O-line can't be that bad. And the second thing is, the best thing for a bad O-line is a decisive quarterback. The best way to make the quarterback decisive, get receivers open quickly. I think a lot is going right for the Chicago Bears, like Will said. Shout out to his old teammate, general manager, Ryan Poles. Well, coming up, staying in that NFC North division, Green Bay. They got us all waiting to see what in the world is going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. We're going to talk about all that when we return. Is it time to blame Aaron Rodgers for his indecision? More speak after this. So wait, the Bears had a good
1: offensive line?
0: Solid. Yo, huge news, particularly for this show, as we check in on our social life. Jason Kelsey, future Hall of Fame Center for the Philadelphia Eagles. Deshaun McCoy's former running back, former blocker, my former teammate. He says, I have put much thought into whether it makes sense to play another season. After talking it over with my wife and many other friends and family, I've decided to return for another year. Thank you to all my supporters and detractors for fueling me. I ain't done yet. <laughs> 2-5, you know Kelsey incredibly well, better than anybody on television. I obviously
3: saw him at the Super Bowl. We rapped for a little bit. What you make of the news, Kelsey? You, you know I love Kelsey so much. That's a true leader. That's a true captain, right? And I don't want to come at A-Rod, but I got to. A-Rod, that's how you manage things. That's how you treat not only an organization, but your teammates with respect. Don't hold him up. That's a good point. He's a big piece to that team. A He's a point. leader. He's a great player. He's a Hall of Famer, too. Yep. He said, you know what? Listen. I told my family, my teammates, right, right, my friends, either I'm going to stay and play or I'm going to leave. He's not going to hold it up and make it a whole big Man, like, what, what circus. Man, what are we doing? What's the next? What nah, because not, the no, 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 but no, no, no. good point. I don't like that, though, because the thing is, like, people don't talk about it. But this, oh, is, the let's, let's... this is a completely different situation.
2: Why, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. Is whoa quarterback? let me Break quarterback. this down. Yeah. Quarterback, is that why? Yes, that's number one. Okay. Number two, like, He's in a situation where, he, like you said, he is the leader and below that franchise. There is, they're not trying to get somebody ready. They're not trying to get him. They are. They drafted
3: a center, if I'm not mistaken. They drafted a center for one. The two is the same way they love him in Philadelphia. They love Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Right? And then if he don't play for that team, our team will be different. Yeah. Yep, same I bet. Same with oh, Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers don't play now. We don't know yep. what Jordan Love's going to do. But if he don't
1: play, we think that team will be different. Here's the other thing. Uh, Jason Aaron Kell. doesn't have a wife. He don't have friends. Who's he got to check with to make, a decision? Have make a decision? That's what I'm saying. He's chilling. I, say it let's friend, take it so long. I do think that Aaron Rodgers could learn
0: a thing or two because the Eagle season ended, if I'm not mistaken, on February 13th. Today it is March That's sure <laughs> if 13th. He, if he learned anything, he made a
2: decision. If he learned anything, he saw it happen to him
0: when he was waiting his turn. My thing is the Packer season ended January 8th. Aaron Rodgers has had checks. Watch. Checks, Rolex. Nice watch. Two plus. Appreciate you, my guy. You know what I'm two, saying. If we get, let me turn my down.. <laughs> <right> yeah, <laughs> two plus months. Now, we got to talk about this Aaron Rodgers thing because this is truly the crux of the conversation. He's had over two months to make a decision. He still hasn't made a decision. I don't know what's gonna change between right now, the next two days, the next two weeks, the last two months for Aaron Rodgers to figure out what he wants to do. At this junction in time, Aaron Rodgers, to me, he is to blame for his indecision. But Will Blackman, you are his former teammate for four years, if I'm not mistaken, in Green Bay. Where do you stand? You blame Aaron Rodgers for the indecision?
2: I mean, I don't blame him because it's, it's a tough decision to make. To finally decide when I'm no longer going to play again. Like, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's super hard. Oh, you're talking retirement. I'm saying, like, that's part of the decision. It's either to stay in a place where it's, uh, it's kind of weird and murky. You're not sure how it's going to be like if I stay there. Go to New York. Everything looks great, right? The grasses look greener. But still undecided how that may turn out or if it even does happen. Or do I retire? Which is, like, a really impossible decision. So he's in a situation where it's, like, all three can impact him in a large way. So I can understand why he's in a situation. we talked a little bit shady before, where we like, you know, we rarely, I guess just the, the public or the media doesn't like when a player has all this power, where he can finally decide his own fate, because mm. we're so used to organizations telling us what to mm. do, or they don't wait for us. Like I've been in a situation where I was in Washington and I was up and I remember my agent called me. He was like, Hey, Washington said, you better take this deal or they're going to move on. You got like a couple of days. So I'm like, all right, you know, I probably had maybe two or three offers because I was towards the end of my career. And they were putting the pressure, like, you take this deal. And I'm like, all right. I told my agent, like, let's do it. But
3: was it every day? I mean, was it every year? This happens every year. No,
2: it wasn't every year. But, but, uh, but I'm saying, so yours is different because this, this guy, every no, year, we're, no, we're, we're all waiting is, around no, here like this. No, he play? But here's the thing. <laughs> the difference is, is obviously, I was, I was just a starter, but I didn't have all the, the Pro Bowls, MVPs, none of that stuff. He's in a situation where he was coming off these MVPs, and he's like, hey the ball's in his court. He can control his own destiny. So I'm kind of like, I'm not blaming him for Here's this. My- I'm not mad at it because it's, it's rare. That's why when LeBron decided to go to Miami, everybody was mad at him. Wait, he had a whole thing about the decision. Everybody was mad at him because he had power. So for me, with Aaron Rodgers, I'm like, look, I get it. It's driving people nuts. I saw it with Brett Favre because he did not want to retire. And he actually got kicked out of Green Bay. I saw that. So with this, I'm not blaming him at all because it, it is a difficult Decision. Here's here's my
0: issue, Will. I see a ring on that ring finger, Man, which lets me know, which lets me know, no, on the ring finger, not the index oh, okay. finger. Okay, I thought you said it this l- one. No, 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 the other one. It lets me know you know a thing or two about commitment. Aaron Rodgers a year ago committed to the Green Bay Packers to be there for three years, if I'm not mistaken. And what they gave him in turn was 150 million dollars. Yep. Commitment. Packers said, "Hey, we'll give you 150." He said, "Hey, I'll commit my services to you for three years." If Aaron Rodgers, who knows the ins and outs of football, not just the X's and O's, I'm talking about the business. If he gave him that word, then why are we here, like Shady said, a year later, less than a year later, doing this all over again? He committed to him. They committed 150. Stick to your word. Period. I just don't
2: get why we're doing this again. You sound like an NFL team.
3: And, and this is after the, the, the uh, last dance thing. It's the last dance. We'll ever do this again. Then we're back at the table again. Then they pay him. They'll be back at the table again. Is he going to play? Is he retiring? It's just like three years going on that he's doing this. It's like, bro, we know you're great. We know you have the attention. <laughs> yeah. Are you playing or are you not? Yeah, I hate to pile on. No, please Will, you're no. my guy because
2: the Come left on, side of the table, you're just, Rick, you Rick, just Rick, came back. You know me. I'm stoic, man. I'm chilling, man. What's up? The Ooh, left yeah. side
1: is the right side, just so you know. <laughs> But in this case, I'm going
2: to... No, I know. I'm, but I remember Al Harris at right corner. That's where it's at. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going <have> to
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have to jump off here because you said it's weird and murky in Green Bay. Well, how much does Aaron have to do with the fact that it's weird and murky mm. in Green Bay? He has a lot to do it with it, yeah. And what has changed since the end of the season to now that he would have to weigh, that has, he has to add to his, his equation? And is he not only hurting the Green Bay Packers in terms of their ability to move forward, but isn't he sort of hurting the New York Jets and their ability to say, this is what we've got. Now we can move on and we can take care of all our other business. So it doesn't, I don't even see where it necessarily behooves him. But
2: why can't it just be about him? Why does he have to worry about how Green Bay feels? Why do you have to worry about how the Jets what, feel? Why can't he just take his own business?
1: Because this is part of, you're part of Green Bay. If you're hurting the Green Bay Packers, then doesn't that hurt your legacy with the Packers? And you're going to the New York Jets. If you're impacting their ability to be better or make decisions for next season, aren't you impacting your your own situation? Well, that's by the, doing that's that. The, the, that's the Jets' fault, then. But here's it's, here's the last. part. Well, I mean, there's they only drafted, so
2: much they can do. Well, they drafted Zach Wilson. He didn't pan out. That's their fault. They wouldn't be in the oh, situation. Well, oh, I mean, uh-huh.
1: come on. We can start adding also. And this is the other part. And I hate to talk. No, out of I'm saying in
2: terms of like you're like so worried about the Jets' feelings, all the Packers. It's not feelings or, or their organization where their position they're in I'm like it's, not, it's for him it's not about them no, it's no, about no. him making his decision
1: no but if if not Rogers part. wants to have the best chance possible to make this New York situation a success or he wants to stay in Green Bay like make your decision so everybody else can go about their business because you're hanging everybody up even so let he, me to, let
0: me isolate it even more slip It behooves Rodgers' team, whatever his future team is, it behooves that team for him to make his decision more expeditiously. That way they can figure out what to do in free agency. Because Mm, if Rodgers joins the Packers, that money a little bit different. Furthermore, if he joins the Packers, they might say, you know what, let's go get Odell. Let's go all in this year. If he joins the Jets. If Rodgers stays in Green Bay, they might change the way in which they do yeah. business sooner than later. Bro, free agent moves are shaking. And it's to all help A-Rod. It's to all at the end yeah, of the day. They started today, right? Correct. But you've seen Jimmy G off the board. You've seen Hargrave off the board. You've seen McGlinchey off the board. You've seen Rams. Like, moves is happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if Rodgers delays, it's just going to be all these teams making all these moves, and he's going to join the Jets. The Jets aren't going to be able to help him, and then what's he going to say? Well,
3: you know, I wish going to do this because he's good at this. That's fault. That's fault. Not mine. I wish I
0: had more help. I wish I had more help, bro. Make you, help them help you, mm. please, Rogers. Help somebody for once. Help you out. Anyway, we got to come back talking about Lamar Jackson. This is actually the most intriguing story that nobody is talking about today. In the midst of the chaos, Lamar Jackson, maybe one of the best young quarterbacks in all of football, has garnered no interest. Mm. Wait a second. We got to tell y'all right. what's really right. going on with Lamar next on
3: Speed. Something right.
0: Now, teams, they can talk to agents starting today about free agency, but no one can talk to Lamar Jackson till Wednesday since the Ravens put that non-exclusive franchise tag on him. Many said that non-exclusive tag, it was disrespectful because it gave teams the opportunity to flirt with Lamar. But there has been some questions around why nobody has even included their name into the hat just yet. Now, let's get on camera, let's get on camera, let's get on camera. This has been a very weird... We're going to let y'all into it. It's been weird. Real weird. Lamar Jackson got that non-exclusive franchise tag. Simply put, other teams can negotiate with Lamar. They can make him an offer. But the Ravens have the opportunity to match whatever offer yeah. the other teams make him. If the Ravens do not match the other offer, then that other team will get Lamar Jackson. But the Ravens get two first-round picks from that team that just offered and acquired Lamar Jackson. Here's what's interesting. Several teams have said, hey, we're out. We're out on Lamar, we're not interested. Even more interesting, we've seen the Panthers go out and trade DJ Moore, a first round pick, two second round picks, to acquire the first round pick in this year's draft, to presumably as Shady and I have discussed draft a quarterback. Mm -hmm. Quarterback needy teams like the Falcons, the Colts. Are we good? It's been real weird, Shady. So what do you make of teams not showing interest in a 25,
3: 26 year old former unanimous MVP? I got a lot of thoughts, right? And I'm trying to be posit- positive about this, right? I'm going to say this. I feel like a lot of the teams are probably not pursuing Lamar yet is because they can't really talk to him until Wednesday. Because mm-hmm. I can't think of no other reason why you don't want an MVP, the, the second most winning quarterback in football right now, behind Patrick Mahomes. Why would you want Lamar Jackson? The, the closest thing to electrifying that we've seen since Michael Vick. And he's still young. So that's the only thing I can think about. I don't want to start... You know, because I got some thoughts like like these owners coming together, say, listen, nobody get Lamar Jackson because we want to keep this quarterback number. Small. We don't want to go 200 plus million dollars guaranteed and that being a norm for each quarterback. So I don't go into that because I was thinking that for a little bit. But maybe I'll wait till Wednesday to really give you my full breakdown and assessment of why people are not reaching out for Lamar do Jackson.
0: Do you think shady that it's a Lamar Jackson issue that people don't want to pay 230 million? Or do you think regardless of the quarterback, teams do
3: not want to fully guarantee 230 million in five years or less? You know what? I, I, I was thinking that like, like it can't be Lamar because Lamar is a great player. Right. And I'm thinking, would any team want to give out $230 million guaranteed contract? Boom. No team wants to do that. But then it's already been done. And I think that the player that got it done with Deshaun Watson, it might have went better for the NFL if it was a guy like Patrick Mahomes. If it was a guy like Joe Burrow, it might go different, right? Going to the Super Bowl, winning it, or going to Super Bowl, competing, winning AFC Championships back to back. Like things like that, I could see that'd be a great argument. But then when a guy like Deshaun Watson does it, it's like, hmm, where are we at as a league? Because if he can go out there and get $230 million guaranteed, well, why can't Lamar? Why can't Joe Burrow? Why can't Josh Allen? Let's next deal. Why can't Justin Herbert for, for the Chargers? Mm-hmm. So now it's just like I, I felt like the timing of the of the money and then who got it. Yeah. So cause it can't really be a Lamar Jackson because who wouldn't want Lamar Jackson the quarterback? You know what's fascinating to me, Will Black,
0: but I'm eager to hear your thoughts. But for me, the Lamar Jackson not getting his money and Deshaun getting 230, it's not as much about who got it as who gave it. Who gave it? Okay, yeah, yeah. Because it was the Browns that gave Deshaun that money. It's not that Deshaun got it, but it's the Browns that gave it. Why is that really the more important thing, at least to me? The Browns can't acquire quarterbacks in free agency. Most teams can't. Quarterbacks don't come up in free agency. But more importantly, the Browns can't draft a, qu- a quality quarterback. The Browns' best quarterback that they've drafted in the last quarter century is now about to be a journeyman on his fourth team in one calendar year in Baker Mayfield. Mm. So if the Browns know that their best quarterback is about to be on his fourth team in one year at 27 and less, then they know they can't even draft quarterbacks well. So what must they do? They must do whatever it takes to get a quarterback like Deshaun Watson. It's not about Deshaun Watson as much as about the Cleveland Browns. Mm -hmm. So what I make is this. The Jets are the only team in the position that the Browns were in. They can't draft quarterbacks well. The best quarterback they've drafted in the last decade is Geno Smith, who was a perennial backup until Pete Carroll fixed him up. And they can't get quarterbacks quality in free agency. Maybe the best free agent signing might be Ryan Fitzpatrick one, would say, in the last decade. Mm, okay, yeah. And so if the Jets can't draft well, nor can they acquire in free agency well, what must they do? do everything they can to get Aaron Rodgers. Mm. I think the Jets are taking a huge swing at Rodgers, and if they miss, they will take an even bigger swing at Lamar Jackson. That's really what I think is going on. Will, haven't heard your thoughts. What do you make of this?
2: I feel like the Jets can't afford to miss right now because they have such a young team. Mm -hmm. So in that case, where Cleveland I feel like was just desperate because, like you said, they were missing left and right. Yep. I feel like the the thing with Lamar is it's there's no question it's not from a talent perspective. You know he's he's a once in a decade type of player. Yes, he is um, absolutely just outstanding. So it has to be from a fin- financial perspective, also from a you know draft capital perspective. Like they they can't teams right now are not sure or they can't give up that much. To your point, Shady, what you said earlier. So I think that's that's truly what it is. Um, it's we can nitpick in terms of. Playoffs or his health or whatever it is, but but that's not the case because again, MVP, twenty six, and I think also he was probably just a victim of the system. You know, when he was whatever, the system he was running offensively that allowed his body to get beat up so much. Where mm. now, hopefully, with Todd coming in from Georgia, perhaps maybe he can get a sophisticated passing system. Let
0: me ask you this, and this will lead into your point, Slick. Well, I'm gonna ask you this. I'm gonna press you a little bit. Um, you said we can nitpick. Is it nitpicking? To acknowledge that Lamar Jackson finished the last season hurt, the year before hurt, and the year before hurt. Like, is that nitpicking? reason I say that is, if I were to give out a fully guaranteed contract, Mm -hmm. I think Lamar Jackson is worthy. But Shady, who I would give it to first? Probably Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and then Lamar Jackson. Like, if I were to say quarterbacks, I would get fully guaranteed So, even if Lamar Jackson were to get a fully guaranteed deal, don't you have to, Will, acknowledge, like, okay, he did end last year hurt, he did end the year before hurt, and he did end the year before hurt. Is that being nitpicky or is that being honest and fair?
2: No, you can take that, for sure, take that into consideration. But it doesn't change the fact that he is still one of the best football players in the entire NFL. It doesn't change that, that fact that he's still only 26 years old, that yeah. he did, like yeah. you said, unanimous MVP, that that stuff still exists. Now, if he's 32, 33 years old, then okay, then yes, you want to take, like, Jimmy G's in his 30s, and he has been hurt the whole time. Mm-hmm. So and, I, and every quarterback on that list has been hurt, too, by the way. Yeah, Joe had an ACL, for sure. Um, so, yeah, for this... It's has to do has to be financial, has to be draft capital because it's not about his ability. And like I said, we can take that in consideration about his health. But I think right now, yeah. And, and they can't talk to him till Wednesday, like Wednesday. you mentioned. So Hes just go and just get certified and be an agent. <laughs> Might as well. It's both. Ooh. It's because ability. <laughs> why does is Rick part... look at me like that? <laughs> so, uh, I missed well, you, man. It's been a while. <laughs> I got turned this way.
1: It's ability, because ability is attached to availability. And uh, so the, he bet on himself last season. All right? Let's, let's face it. He bet on himself last season. He finished it injured. He wasn't good in the, in the few games before he got injured. He wasn't at – we keep saying he's a unanimous MVP. How, how long ago was that? You're paying him for what he's going to be able to do going forward. And so that is a factor. The other factor is, and it's part of the system, which is – Anybody who puts a number out there for him, that's going to tie them up in free agency for five days until the Ravens make a decision. So they're not going to be able to move in any other direction, and they don't know at the end of the day whether they're ultimately going to get him. So like, break that
0: down because that, that, went, that could have gone over the viewer's head. You said they're going to tie up themselves for five days until the Ravens make a decision. What do you mean? So
1: whatever you offer, whatever you offer Lamar Jackson, that offer. That eats up your cap. Like you, that, that money is frozen for that team on its cap. It's as if they had signed him, Got but it. they don't get to sign him. And the Ravens have five days to wait into free agency before they say, yeah, we'll match that or we'll decline it. That's five days where you can't do anything else with that money, not knowing if you're going to have Lamar Jackson as your quarterback. That's a huge hamstring.
3: I'm waiting so, five days for Lamar
1: Jackson. Okay, but if you, could, if you know you're going to get him, and I dare say, like, I think what we've forgotten completely is Deshaun Watson, prior to the deal with Cleveland, had missed one game in three years. Deshaun Watson was, came off of a great year. Hell of a player. When, when the Browns signed him, everybody was like, oh, oh my God, they got the, their quarterback problem is finally solved. And who knows? Maybe it has been. I just don't see the league looking at Lamar Jackson, not from a talent perspective, but I don't see everyone looking at him in the same light that they were looking at Deshaun Watson when he suddenly became available. Because rather Ooh, than having teams rather than, rather than having teams dip woo. as we've had with Lamar Jackson, we had teams jumping out there going, Oh, we'd love to shady, get Deshaun Watson. Shady very quickly, because I do think that's fascinating, and this is a comparison that's drawn.
0: Who do you think? From a football perspective, I don't want the viewers to be distracted um, from so much that was going on with Deshaun Watson seriously off the field. From a football perspective, Lamar Jackson, his previous three seasons, we know what's happened, but he is a unanimous MVP. So his highs are higher than Deshaun. Or Deshaun Watson, who had led the league in passing yards the year in which the Cleveland Browns traded for him. What quarterback do you
3: think... It was more deserving. What quarter? Like you speak to
2: that football
1: perspective? Yeah. From a football perspective,
3: first of all, you're talking about two really, really good quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson and off the off the field, whatever that is, but on the field, he's a beast. So I'm not going to take that away from him. But he's not bearing Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson got crazy, crazy work, busy, with no help. Deshaun Watson played with DeAndre Hopkins, mm-hmm. right? Let's not forget who that is. Now, he played great without him. I was going to say. Yeah, but but also, I mean, add to his legacy, add to his resume. He's part of that, Devon, DeAndre Albums. He's part of that. So I just think when you play a, a game with, with with no help, right, and you become the MVP and you still put on numbers, like, that's hard to do. If I had to pick a quarterback, and it's, I mean, it's, I could, I love both of them. So if I had to get Deshaun Watson, I, I don't mind that. He's a really good quarterback. But he's not, the, he's, he's not uh, Lamar Jackson.
0: Real quick, 12 years as an NFL defensive back, weigh in on that. Which quarterback do you think coming into that $230 million acquisition, right. which is more worthy, if you will? Weird question, but answer.
2: Well, like you said, if, if I'm playing with no help, there's a good chance you're going to get hurt. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like everything they did offensively, Lamar literally had to do every single thing. So I, I am interested to see, like, what it would be like when you finally get some kind of pieces and also a sophisticated passing system. So overall, just pure talent. I like Lamar Jackson.
0: Well, Lamar Jackson, we like you on this set. Hopefully you can find another team to like you for $231 million guaranteed. I would pay if I had the money. Would you? I will pay. Nah, you got it. Yeah, you're only a couple mil short. All right, coming up, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers could be heading to the Big Apple. But would leaving Green Bay impact Rodgers' legacy? That's really the question that desperately needs an answer. We're going to give you one when we return. The most important sports conversation of the day. Aaron Rodgers, would leaving the Packers hurt His legacy. We're quite literally witnessing right now one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the National Football League weigh a decision on where he will inevitably retire either a Packer or potentially a New York Jet. Let's come on camera. Let's come on camera. This is, this is, this is urgent information. Um, well, you were drafted one year after Aaron Rodgers. You played for 12 years in the National Football League. Shady, you played for 12 years in the National Football League. You're wearing a Super That's Bowl 12. ring. You have two Super Bowl rings. Um, I only played for four years in the National Football League, but I understand the, the, the game well enough to know that this decision we're all witnessing, it's a huge decision. Huge decision for you at home, huge decision for fans, and even bigger decision for Aaron Rodgers. Um, Will, I want to come to you first because you played with Aaron Rodgers for four years, so you know him best of everybody on this set. Would leaving the Packers hurt Aaron Rodgers' legacy?
2: Absolutely not. And I say that because when you think of the Green Bay Packers, and me, I I love history, so when I was drafted to the Packers, delighted to be there. But when you think of the Packers, you think of three three quarterbacks. You think of Bart Starr, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. Period. And he came there, he did exactly what I do. Won his MVPs, got a Super Bowl. Like, it's hard to erase that unless he does something super crazy off the field. But in this case, like, no. Lean in, Rick, what's Why up? Why are you giving him that look? I know, slip. you already oh, got slip. all this damn slip? space over here, Rick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Are you, you, wouldn't do this, say, you
1: wouldn't do this if Joy was here, you'd be where way you, over there. But you said that, like, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> You said that as if the possibility of Aaron Rodgers doing something crazy isn't like within the realm of possibility. Because my answer would be his legacy. No, uh, no, leaving doesn't necessarily hurt his legacy. I believe he's already hurt his legacy Mm. by all of the everything that's transpired over the last year or two, because we're oh, no longer... Because of him being indecisive, you heard his legacy? It's not just indecisive. It's the, I can't decide whether I'm... Well, part of that. Indecisive. Part of that <laughs> is, the, is the indecision. <laughs> but it's also, it's the complaints of... Uh, I mean, getting into outside issues with the vaccination. I got vaxxed, no you didn't. Like, the, the whole image of Aaron Rodgers has been colored now, not by his play so much as all of the controversy surrounding him off the field. And for a place, as you know well, with a place like Green Bay, that doesn't play well there. So it's a small town
2: mentality. So we, we were asked him leaving Green Bay, does that hurt his legacy? Not, not that But okay. Slick's saying already. he's am saying it in the No, already because already hurt now. the legacy
1: has already been mm. damaged yeah. mm. by what has transpired over the last year or two. I, I, I'm going to say no. It won't hurt his legacy. I mean, like, this is the thing, yeah, man. Yeah, we're talking football.
3: Er, er, everything, everything comes to an end, right? Truthfully. I mean, we think about all the great quarterbacks. Uh, let's go with Montana. Mm-hmm. He, he, left, he left 49ers. Let's look at uh, Peyton Manny. Mm-hmm. He left the Colts. Tom Brady left the Pats. Their legacies are still the same. He's still a four MVP. You know, he's still a Super Bowl winner. So I just don't, even if he goes to the Jets and they don't go to the playoffs, like his legacy is cemented. His resume is cemented. Four time MVP, Super Bowl champion. His tons of yards.
1: Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers, so. Can I flip this around? Please, I got a thought. I got a thought, but go ahead. Would it hurt his legacy if he stayed in Green Bay? No, not right now, no. Would it help his legacy if he be- is, is a quarterback who spent his entire career with one team? I believe so. So, how is it you won't that. You only look at him no differently. Only thing can help Aaron Rodgers'
3: legacy if it's with the Jets or the Green Bay if he wins championships. Shady, let me pose this. Let That's me pose it. this. Come on.
0: I feel like oftentimes your legacy is actually dictated by the person you leave, how quickly they get back to where they want to be in
3: life. The, the same part? What do you mean? The organization. Oh, okay, okay. They,
0: Well, first off, let me start with something everybody can relate to, because everybody ain't up here to cover pro sports or play pro sports. Let's talk relationships. If somebody breaks up with you, if you bounce back relatively quickly, you don't think that negatively of the person because you're good. So you're like, oh, I don't really care what they got going on because yeah. I'm good.
3: God bless her. But, exactly.
0: But if somebody breaks up with you and you sit in the rut for a while, now you think it all negatively because you're not happy with yourself. I would submit, well, you were there, you know better. The Packers thought more highly of Brett Favre because they, he left, Aaron Rodgers came right in. They were good. Patriots didn't experience that level of success, but they still made the playoffs after Tom Brady left. If they would have gone 1-16. Come on, in, man. If they would have gone 1-16.
3: I go to the Colts. Let's skip them. I'll the go. Colts, Andrew Luck showed up. Don't forget. Remember. But, the, but he, didn't, he didn't. Andrew Luck was really, really good. Luck showed up. He didn't, he didn't bring them nothing that they was trying but to. But the, the year
0: after Luck showed up, I believe his second year, they were right back in the playoffs.
3: They were. Right if right
0: the right. Colts would have been terrible, I think they would have looked, felt a different type of way. Now, keep in mind, the Colts chose to get rid of Peyton Manning. So it wasn't as if like Peyton Manning chunked the deuces on the Colts under contract. The Colts chose to get rid of Peyton Manning. I would think I'm thinking about this on the spot. Shady, correct me if I'm wrong. Will Slick, I'm interested in y'all chiming in. I think your legacy is to some degree impacted by if you leave and when you leave, how do you leave? What you left. Because if you, if if Rodgers leaves mm-hmm. and leaves the Packers in such a terrible situation that now they're scrambling and the Packers end up going 2 15, I think the fans, you
2: know you were there, I think the fans might feel a little bit differently mm-hmm. than otherwise. I'll tell you right now, <clears throat> sure, Brett Far was beloved, has his own street steakhouse, number on the barn, went to the Jets, all good. He went to Minnesota. That's different. You don't go, that's like Red Sox, Yankees. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't go to the other side. When you put once to the other side? Now that that messed up his legacy in terms of Green Bay because he purposely went there to get back at the Packers. And he did. And he did. wait,
3: wait, Wait, I don't cut you off. Are you saying that Brett Favre's legacy and Green Bay is what Tornish? What are you saying?
2: I want say, to say it's tornus, it's but there's what. But people do feel a certain way about him because he went to Minnesota.
3: What people? The fans? They love it every time. Every time Brett Favre goes back, they're all screaming crazy for no,
2: him. They they do love. they, so who they are we No, they appreciate what they did for him. Okay. I'm, I'm, I was in the fire. I'm telling you straight up what it was. I'm talking about right now, right? I'm not
3: talking about the, the year after. Or two, I'm talking about right now. Right now. Is he, right he, he
2: loved at Green Bay? He is loved and forgiven. Yes, he is. So. Prime
3: example. So if he went to the other side, which says oh, a no-no, so, so, it's like, so, so, no no,
2: so what forget? No, so what I'm saying is going back to Aaron Rodgers' legacy, like it is set in stone, because we all agree he's a first battle hall of Famer. there's yes, no question. Is. And that's it. All he can do now is build his legacy. Right.
0: So no, essentially, nothing can detract from. Nothing 18 can detract. Years. That's what I'm from. Oh, at at No, he's done
2: everything he's he has he needs to do.
0: I like, feel it. Well, now it. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. only thing left to do is make a decision. Well, when we return, we got to handle some family business on speak. We appreciate y'all hanging with us all show, but hang with us for a few more minutes before we get y'all out of here. Next, speak, handle some family business. Slick, w'e hanging out this weekend. Slick.
3: Yeah. Okay. Let's do it.
0: My favorite conversation of the day, get this. North Carolina, they were ranked number one going into the college basketball season. They didn't make the NCAA tournament. Now they're skipping the NIT tournament. Slick, what do you make of this? Pretty crazy.
3: Scared. We're not scared. Maybe scared even up. We're not scared. Dare I say gutless. Oh. Ooh,
1: wow. Because if you go to the Man. if you're the NCAA number one preseason ranked team, and then you go to the NIT, what? you have. To you, I'm you win the NIT. to win the NIT. We're not playing that
3: little baby NIT. We are doing that. We exactly. like North Carolina. Exactly. North Carolina. No, we playing playing the big tournament or we playing no tournament. You said gutless. And hey, we'll be back in the polls next year like we was last said, year. He said we. Right we he he said
2: He went to Pitt.